Hello, and welcome to Sounds from the Shelves. I'm Mika. I'm Sarah. And I'm Lee. And today, we wanted to talk about how the library can support your hobbies or help you get into a new hobby. It's a new year. Maybe you're looking for something new to try. Welcome to 2023, by the way. Woo-hoo. So if you want to try something new and you're not sure where to start, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about how the library could help with that. And we're going to start by talking about our hobbies. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell everyone here is enthusiastic. <laughs> Tired. <laughs> <laughs> so what hobbies do we have, guys? I feel like I have uh, maybe old lady hobbies. Um <laughs> I collect vintage perfume bottles, Ooh. Um, which is why my last tattoo is a vintage perfume bottle with um, the Big Dipper and the Cosmos inside of it. It's really cool. It's hand-poked. Yay. Um, <laughs> but also, um, I write poetry. So that's my other thing. Um, so, yeah, uh, writing poetry is really cool. It's not like the stuff you read in you know, class that, you know, you're like, I have no idea what I just read. <laughs> um, <laughs> Poetry can be fun and simple and deep. And yeah, I mean, I, I know I've probably talked about this before, but I have a poem about how much I love Taco Bell. So, you know, sky's the limit, even beyond, you know. Um, I used to say the sky's not the limit because there are footprints on the moon. So <laughs> there you go. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you want to get into poetry writing or any kind of writing in general, really, um, read that, read that genre. Read poetry. Um, read about poets. Um, I know this might be a little early, but they did send out an email saying that April we are going to be working on uh, National Poetry Month. So you know, look look near April or in April at our branches. We'll probably have some stuff out, so that'll be cool. I mean, every year I put a display up, and there's usually um, blackout poetry or color block poetry that you can do. Yeah, I have some ideas for this year, so I'm excited, like slam the couplet. So I'm hoping people will get enthused and try stuff out. I know sharing words is very vulnerable, but sometimes you got to step out of your comfort zone, right? It's true. Mm -hmm. I found this great quote the other day about how authors measure their writing in words because poets cheat. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, now. (laughs) Just because I can say something profound in seven words and it takes you 300, mm, yeah, maybe we're just better and quicker and faster. Oh, <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown. Bring it. <laughs> right. So, Sarah. One of my biggest hobbies is zines. I really like making zines. Um, I had mentioned it in like a previous podcast, but last year I sold my zines at Grid Zine Fest, which was really cool. I'm hoping to do that again this year. Um, and I just started a zine club here at Kearns, which is really fun. So zines are a big thing I do. And I also like making acrylic earrings in the create space. It's a hobby I discovered once the create space is opened. And I have a whole lot of earrings. Probably enough I could wear a different pair every day for almost like an entire year. I've got a lot. I um, love that. It's yeah. very fun. <laughs> so I really like making earrings. And then like regular hobbies, I also really like watching movies, if that counts, and like writing movie reviews and stuff and doing like book reviews. I run a queer romance book club. That's really fun. That's a cool hobby of mine too. Nice. nice. 
I like that you included book clubs as a hobby because I think so many people don't necessarily think of that as mm-hmm. a hobby, but it totally is. I wrote that down to talk about those yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. Like it takes it takes a certain type of enjoyment of books and discussing books to enjoy a book club. Yes. I'm just... generally not that person. <laughs> it depends. It depends on the vibe of the book club and what mm-hmm. we're reading. So yeah. We my... read spicy ones in my book club. So maybe that's why it's very fun. My biggest Spicy. problem is as soon as you tell me I have to do something that I'm like, I don't want to do it anymore. Nope. Well, that's why you have to run one. So therefore, like you have to be there. And I do. Know. I So I run great reads over at Sandy. The last two books, I have read the book like the week before great <laughs> reads. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should actually read that. <laughs> I mean, that's typical book club stuff, though. You know, like it's very rare that you read the book, you know. A month ahead like you read it the week before <laughs> so it's fresh i'm usually like working on my notes like the night before mm-hmm. so yeah. i understand yeah i'm just glad with great reads because what so how great reads work for those of you that don't work at the library and want to know <laughs> is there's usually one librarian from whatever branches want to participate that signs up to participate and then they prepare the program around whatever book they have chosen so all the books we read through great reads are all books that these librarians have chosen and prepared a program around, which is great because then you don't have to do a lot of preparation every month. But it's also kind of weird because sometimes you end up doing books that you're like, I don't really like this book and I would not have chosen this myself. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. But it is, it, like you said, it is cool. I did it briefly um, before I switched to Teen Focus and I really loved it. Um, I think it's because uh, I read books that I probably would have normally not picked up. And there were cool crafts that came with it that I got to try out. So, that which is, is the yeah. best part, I think, doing yeah. all the crafts. But I'm also a crafty person. Mm-hmm. So, spoiler alert I am the grandma as far as crafts go. <laughs> <laughs> I am currently wearing a shawl that I crocheted myself. So, yes, I, so I am the 90 year old grandma. <laughs> it's very pretty. Yeah. I don't have the focus to crochet. If I were to start crocheting, I would probably have like 50 started projects and none finished. Um, so that, is that, that normal? might be what I have. <laughs> uh, no comment. She's like, I started this shawl in 1997. <laughs> Actually, this one I finished really quickly. Did I did it to wear to a friend's wedding um, and I let myself splurge. So it's made out of uh, merino wool, which is expensive. <laughs> I was I didn't know whether to say ooh or what. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. So it's it's nice and soft and and warm and cozy. It looks um, it, yeah. I worked it up in like a week and a half or two weeks, something like that. Nice. So that is not typical for me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my my hobbies are mostly crochet or not crochet, crafty stuff. Crochet is one of them. But I also tat, um I do cross stitch. Um what was that? Tat. What is that? So tatting is a form of lace making. Oh. You tie a bunch of little knots in your string or thread or yarn, depending on what size you're using. Usually it's like a, a thread sort of thing. Um, and yeah, you make lace. Oh, that's cool. When I hear tat, I think of like tattooing. So I got really excited. Yeah. I was like, oh, make tattoos? <laughs> I know. I'd be like, what? In order to do that, well, I'd have to actually be able to draw. Mm. <clears throat> that yeah. is not a talent of mine. And I don't work at it, so it will never be a talent of mine. <laughs> no, no, nobody wants my drawings tattooed on their bodies. Nope. Same. <laughs> I could do. I could do some mean stick figures. 
If you want me to draw a comic like XKCD, I could totally do that. Nice. All about the stick figures. Um, I, c- I can draw a cool gingerbread man. Yeah. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that's the extent of that. <laughs> I can do cute little ghosts. Woo-hoo! Oh, people yeah. love ghosts. Yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't want to tattoo that. on. No one wants that on their body. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> I mean, I know a number of people who want ghosts on their body that's somewhere. They, so. like the, they like the little booze. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yes. So yeah, that's that's most of my crafty stuff. So think Thanks. of your ninety-year-old grandma and what she would do, and that's what I do. Except I usually put a twist on it, like the cross stitch stuff I do. A lot of it's really uh, like dark, gothic, macabre sort of stuff, or like snarky sayings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were talking about the word macabre earlier, and how like when you're little, you you didn't know how to pronounce it, so it's like macabre, you know. <laughs> well, the fun thing about that word too is there's like two or three different ways you can say it that are all technically correct. Oh, yeah, words. it's a weird word. <laughs> words are amazing, and yeah. <laughs> So now you know what our hobbies are. Yeah. So how would you guys recommend people learn how to do your hobbies? Well, I, I kind of answered that a little That's bit true, with the did. poetry. <laughs> but I did forget to say, like, there's a lot of writing workshops. Um, if you look up any of the um, slam groups or poetry groups, you can always network there. Sometimes they have free workshops. Sometimes they're as cheap as five or ten bucks. And they're really awesome. Um, it's a great community to jump into because no one's going to judge you. Well, I mean, there's always going to be that one person, but ignore them. <laughs> um, <laughs> everyone else is very awesome and loving. So I would suggest that. Um, and just like go to open mics too. Um, hear other people's words and you get inspired. So one of the, one of the great ways to learn how to do crochet or tatting or cross stitch um, is just to go watch videos. There's a million videos on YouTube. Um, If you want maybe a more reliable source, (laughs) more vetted source, um, we have a number of like craft databases that you can access through the library. So we have Creative Bug, which has a number of like crochet and cross-stitch tutorial stuff along with other crafts. I think it's mostly like sewing and scrapbooking stuff, (laughs) if I remember correctly from when I looked at it. Um, we also have one called Hobbies and Crafts Reference Center, which has um, some crochet and knitting sort of stuff on it. Um, and there might be a couple others that have some stuff, but those are like the big ones. Mm-hmm. Or if you look in our magazines, our e-magazines on Flipster, um, we have a number of craft magazines that we subscribe to, including some crochet and knitting and cross-stitch ones. They're fantastic. Yeah. Even Libby, if you have Libby, they have the, all the magazines on there, too. Uh, one day I went down a rabbit hole of just looking through the magazines. Uh, so many cookbooks, so many crafting books, home design, uh, uh, hiking. I think there was, like, something on, like, canoeing or something, um, hunting, whatever. Yeah, it, literally any topic there was a magazine for. It was wild. Um, <laughs> a little overwhelming, too, but... Um, great resource too. So, yeah. So I found both of my hobbies through the library, which is really cool. Um, with zines, Salt Lake City Public Library has a really amazing zine collection and it's been there for over 20 years. It's really cool. If you haven't had a chance, you should go to the main library and check it out. 
Um, but as a teenager, we went for a school field trip there and I saw the zines and that's kind of what like kickstarted it. So I've been doing it for also almost 20 years, um, which is really fun. And then with my earrings, I use the Glowforge at the library. So a couple of branches have a laser cutter machine. It's called Glowforge. You can find it at Daybreak and Granite and Kearns. And I just taught myself what to do. I watched a couple of YouTube videos. There's a couple of earring makers I like, and they have tutorials on TikTok. So I watch those, and then I've been making them ever since. So I think just like checking out the create spaces is a really great way to do a lot of these hobbies. It is. And that segues into a great topic. (laughs) Let's talk about our create Create spaces. I can talk about everything we have in the create spaces because I wrote it down. Um, But you can also (laughs) go onto our website and we list everything you can find in the create spaces. We have all the information on how you can like make an appointment and resources to like learn how to do it. So we have AV Studios, which is where we record our podcast. Um, And we've got the Daybreak Granite Holiday Kearns and Magna. We have Virtual Reality. Um, which is at Daybreak, Granite, Holiday, Kearns, and Sandy. We have 3D printing, which you can do 3D printing at any library. You can submit a job and they'll do it for you. We have a bike repair and maintenance station, which is really, really cool. I don't ride a bike, but I learned how to use it the other day. And there's so much cool stuff and it's 100% free to use. Um, so I highly recommend if you like ride a bike, you should use it. And that's a Daybreak, Granite, and Kearns. We have robotics, which is a Daybreak, Granite, Kearns, Holiday, and Sandy. We have a lamination machine, which is really great if you're like a teacher or you have like memorabilia you want to laminate, and that's a Daybreak and Kearns. We have workstations that have like IMAX, drawing tablets, the full Adobe suite, which is a really great deal because that is super expensive to use. Yeah, it is. And it's got like Photoshop <laughs> and Illustrator and InDesign. Tons of really cool stuff. Um, and that's a Daybreak, Granite, Kearns, Holiday, I think, Magna and Sandy. Yes. Yep. Um, we have the Glowforge, which is at Daybreak, Kearns, and Granite. We have a Cricut machine, which is at Daybreak, Granite, Kearns, and Sandy. And we Magna. Have, uh, Magna has one, too. Cool. Mm-hmm. That was not on the website when I looked. Um, oh, yeah. We have a sublimation machine, which is at Daybreak, Granite, Kearns, and Sandy. And so that you could do, like, t- you could put designs on, like, T-shirts or mugs. I've done pencil bags before. Um, some of the branches have, like, hat presses so you can put designs on like hats which is really really cool cool. you can do like keychains and stuff Mm -hmm. we have a serger at daybreak granite and kearns we have a sewing machine at daybreak granite holiday kearns and sandy we have an embroidery machine at daybreak granite holiday kearns and sandy and we also have a bun maker at daybreak granite and holiday if you want to make really cool buttons so we've got a lot of stuff. We have so we many things. I you probably know. talked really fast. So everyone can go on the website and maybe read <laughs> yeah, through it yeah. slowly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So many things. Um, every time I have to go do a talk or a tour, it's like everyone just stands there stunned like, wait, you have this? Mm-hmm. And it's free? It's like, yeah, like 99% of it is free. Some things have a small minimal fee, but... I mean, yeah, compared to having to like buy the materials and the equipment, it's like nothing. So um, it's really cool. I was going to say one of like we were talking about one of the favorite things about the create space. Um, well, besides it actually existing <laughs> in the branches, <laughs> it's how excited people are to create and try things out. Like, I think that's my favorite thing. When someone's like, I can build something, I can sew something, I can, you know, like, 3D print something. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can, you know, record a song. Like it's um, growing up, we didn't have that. So it's kind of cool to be a part of something that offers that to people. 
It's a really cool way also to like make long lasting memories and like preserve things. Yeah. So one thing I made with the Glowforge, um, we have a note card that my grandma wrote that has her name on it and a little doodle. Um, she passed away a couple years ago. And so my sister and I, we designed using the Adobe Suite. Um, we turned that file into what's called like an SVG so we can engrave it. And we um, engraved it on a little piece of wood and turned it into a magnet. And we give it to like my mom, one of her sisters. So now every time you walk by, you have like a physical piece of her writing, which is really cool. Oh, so I even in that. case I'm like one day someone like <laughs> throws like that card away, like we always have it, which yeah. is really cool. I really love that. Oh. Um, <laughs> I get a little weepy sometimes. <laughs> and I've seen people okay. use like the Glowforge to do um, like cutting boards and they'll have like family members like signatures or like their handwritten recipes that they do which is really neat there's a lot of like really cool like personal things you can do yeah see so many things so many options (laughs) i love it (laughs) it's true um do you guys have a favorite thing in the create space a favorite thing you like to use or (laughs) play with like everything (laughs) i mean i do really like the glowforge i use it all the time um i have lots of acrylic it has become a very expensive hobby I really like that. And the Cricut machine, I actually use the Cricut machine enough that I was able to justify like buying my own. So I have one at home, which is cool. But I would say those are probably my two favorites. Nice. Cool. Um, I finally used our Cricut at Magna for a a project. I made some decor for another coworker's band books display. So I kind of, um, because I was a little late trying to get the posters from um, American Library Association. So I just went on uh, the Cricut and I looked for a birdcage and just I picked some random birds. And I, yeah, I made a design with that um, inspired by ALA. So it was really cool and I was very excited about that. Um, and the other thing that's my favorite is probably when the kids want any kind of articulated animal from the 3D printer because they're just cool and they move around and they bend. And it's just fun making those because it's kind of you have to play with them a little bit before <laughs> before you give them to them. But um, yeah, those are like my favorite things. So nice. Um, my favorites. It's it's hard to choose a favorite, but uh, my favorites are probably the ones that I've been involved with kind of developing the services for the most. Um, so I really like the 3D printers. I've been doing stuff with the 3D printers for many, many years before they were even in create spaces. They were just their own thing. <laughs> so those are really fun. I ran the, the 3D printing stuff at Sandy for a long time before I left there and then came back and now it's all weird. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, the other service I had a lot to do with was actually the workstations in the, the create spaces. Um, I helped develop kind of the policies around them um, and help decide what sort of software and things should go on it. So, yeah, they're they're my little babies in the create space. <laughs> they're very popular and it's a really, like, nice service to have. Mm-hmm. It is. You're saving people a lot of money. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> and we're teaching skills, too, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think uh, the most uh, important thing is it's, it's play. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't take the time to play. And they don't see this as play, but it is play. Because it's being creative and uh, working with people. So, yeah, you're definitely exercising your brain there when you do that stuff. Working in the create space, I get a lot of questions about, like, what's the most popular service? Mm-hmm. So for those interested, at least at Kearns, I don't know what it's like at the other branches. But our virtual reality is super popular. 
It's very fun for like kids and grownups to do. 3D printing, also very popular. And then our laser cutter too. During like the holidays, it gets really busy with people coming in and making different projects. So it's always cool to see like what gets people really excited. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't, I wish I remembered the numbers. Um, I'm on the technology committee for the library and they talked about the numbers, like the uses our create spaces have seen. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's in the thousands, Mm -hmm. tens of thousands. We see a lot of usage of the Create Spaces, and that's really great to see. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid. Come check them out. Use them more. If you use them more, we can justify spending more money on things for them. (laughs) And some of us want really cool things in there, so please come. (laughs) And if you have a suggestion for something to add, you know, you can always um, tell us, you know, write a comment, things like that. And, you know, we can advocate for that. I think that'd be cool. I mean, yeah, we're creative people, but also so are you. So we'd love to hear your ideas. So that's Create Spaces in a very, very short nutshell that doesn't really do it justice. <laughs> let's go ahead. Let's talk about some of the other resources that people could use from the library to support their hobbies and not just crafty stuff either, even mm-hmm. though. That's kind of my jam. So, <laughs> well, I, I I think I say this every year. I want to learn a second language, um, and I usually go pretty hard, and then it kind of just like fades out um, because it's really hard to learn another language when nobody else is speaking it too. So, um, but we do have resources for that. Yes, <laughs> we have really two big language learning resources that are online that anybody can use at any time. Um, So one is Mango Languages and one is Rosetta Stone. They're both good. They have slightly different approaches. So take the one you like or try both of them and do both. Can't hurt to do overkill, right? (laughs) (laughs) In addition to that, we have a ton of language learning resources in the library. We've got books, audio, like CD stuff. There's also a couple branches that offer English learning classes. So maybe you're someone or you know someone who is learning English and they want a little more help. Those are really good resources too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So in other online stuff that we have, we have books about just about any hobby you could ever want to try. So come check out all of our books. But as far as (laughs) online stuff, you can check out not even coming into the library. Yes. (laughs) Um, I made a list here. So we've got Ancestry Library, if genealogy is your jam. We have resources for that. Um, We have the Chilton Library, which is a bunch of car maintenance and repair stuff. So that's what you want to be into. We've got that. Hey. So many people come in asking for resources for that. They're rebuilding an engine. They're rebuilding this. And I'm like, how do you have the time? (laughs) I'm just amazed. But yeah, it's a great resource. Um, We have the Home Improvement Reference Center, which is guides on doing remodel or repairs around your house. Um, So if that's something you're into. We have LinkedIn Learning, which used to be lynda.com, if you've heard of that. So they have classes on a ton of things, way more than we could cover. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They're also really good if you need to like buff up your resume or learn job skills. They've got a a lot of really good Mm -hmm. classes too. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a database called Morningstar Investment, which gives you investment tools and tutorials on investment. So if that's something you want to get into, we have resources for that. We've got one called Popular Software Skills Center, 
So if you've ever wanted to learn how to better use Excel or Word or other popular programs like that, check that one out. I'm sure it's very good. I haven't played with it, but. Um, And then we also have one called Universal Class, which again covers just like a bajillion million different subjects that I can't cover (laughs) all here. So Universal Class is really, really cool. I've used it before. And like there are classes on there that I wouldn't think anyone would be interested in that hobby, but they have them. Like one time I took a tarot reading class and it's really cool. Like you have instructors that will like contact you and you get like homework, which is really neat. They've got a lot of really cool stuff on mm-hmm. there. Oh, I got to check yeah. that out now. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Universal yeah. class is described on our website as a continuing education sort of thing. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what you find on there is like all the stuff you'd find at like your continuing education night class, that's whatever it. stuff yeah. that the the different school districts and stuff do. That's yeah. the sort of stuff that's on universal class. So and you can also get like the continuing education credits too. Yeah. So it's a hodgepodge of a lot of things. <laughs> so many options. I love it. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough, we then have a bunch of programs that go on in our branches. Yes. So I, again, made a, <laughs> a rough list of some of the things that go on. Um, So pretty much all the branches have at least one sort of arts and crafty sort of program every month for adults, not for kids, for adults. (laughs) They have lots more for kids. Yeah. I do one for (laughs) teens. So yeah. 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 Um, So if you're an artsy, craftsy sort of person, there's something out there for you. Yes. In addition to that, West Valley, Granite, Sandy, and Tyler all have D&D clubs, Dungeons and Dragons clubs. They're either teen or adult focused. You just kind of have to check for which. And we also have opened up a D&D specific Discord server that people can join where we run D&D one shots in our own library D&D world that we have created. <laughs> so if you like D&D, we've got a lot of stuff for you. <laughs> Holiday, West Valley, Granite, and Whitmore all have beginning yoga programs. Um, so if yoga is something you're interested in, you wanted to get into, but you don't know where to start, go to one of these programs. And Tyler also has a Zumba class, so you can choose your your poison there, yoga or Zumba, or both. Hey. I know we had had Latin dancing at Magna, so uh, that was on Saturdays. Uh, Lorena was heading that up, so it seemed fun. Continuing, Kearns, as Sarah already mentioned, has a zine club, so you can come learn about how to make zines. Which scenes are really cool. If you haven't checked them out, you really, really should. If you ever need a free hobby, that's like the cheapest free hobby you could do. It is. (laughs) You just need a piece of paper. Um, The Holiday Library has a board game night. It's open to all ages. Um, And then Magna every month has an open mic night. So if you are musically inclined, come share your talents with the people at Magna. Um, you could also get up there and read poetry, recite poetry, tell a joke, story. Whatever. So they have they have a bunch of different people come up. Um, I believe there is one guy that goes up and tells dad jokes. <laughs> that <laughs> so fun. makes yeah. me so happy. <laughs> I think also branches that have create spaces, lots of them will do like monthly create space programs of some kind too. So you could look into that on our website. Mm-hmm. Oh, almost forgot. I do a graphic novel book club for teens, too. <laughs> Yay. That sounds fun. Yeah. Oh, yes. All branches have book clubs for various ages. Yes. So if, if reading is your thing, do it. Mm-hmm. 
I think there's one. I don't know if they're still doing it. There was one that was doing a cookbook book club. That's Mill Creek. Yeah. Because we had a whole podcast episode That's about true. It. We did. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you can you can share your love of cooking in a book club-ish format. Yes. Which actually sounds really cool. Um, I just, I can't add anything more to my plate right now. <laughs> but I would love to do something like that with teens. Get them into cooking and trying stuff out. So. That sounds really fun. Yeah. So that's my list of stuff. Do you guys have any other things you wanted to plug? Does anyone have any hobbies they want to try for 2023? Any new hobbies? I don't have any new ones. I'm just continuing with all the old ones, which is probably enough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to try dance again. I I tried it. um, There was one dance company that had an open house. Um, you paid 10 bucks and you tried all the classes all day long for just 10 bucks. Um, I, I made it through three classes because uh, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to be 44. Like, yeah, I can't be doing like hour and a half dance classes back to back. So, um, <laughs> but it was fun. Um, it was a good hurt after. I do need to practice though. Um, my social anxiety got the best of me on that, but I still had fun. Um, what did I try? Um, African dance, modern, and something called prime movement, which kind of encompassed ballet and I think modern. So it was supposed to be for older people. And I felt like I was the one that was the most like robotic moving around, <laughs> um, which is fine. Um, I had a lady tell me that when she started, she moved like that too. And she was probably one of the most graceful people there that day so there's hope yay (laughs) Yay. that sounds really fun dance classes yeah so I'm excited I might look into um maybe a community dance class start out a little small (laughs) (laughs) then maybe work my way up back to that dance studio so nice I really I have a lot of hobbies I really want to try in 2023 (laughs) and not enough time um I really want to do punch needling I have like a punch needling kit I got for Christmas a few years ago that sounds really cool I don't know what that is. Um, You have this like special needle that you loop the, it's kind of like a yarn through and you kind of just punch it into your fabric. Oh, okay. Um, It's a good way to make like rugs. mm -hmm, People do like rugs and like wall hangings. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have that I want to do. I want to start making like pom-poms. I've had on my like to-do list for years, making a rug out of pom-poms I think would be really fun. I play the keyboard very, very badly one-handed, so I would like to work on that. I might use the recording studios in the Create Spaces, so I have, like, a dedicated space to do that. Would also be really fun, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the thing I should probably do. I took piano lessons as a kid, and I used to play the piano a lot, and now I almost never play the piano, probably because I don't have a piano at home. (laughs) That would help. I I do think (laughs) about it sometimes. I'm like, maybe I should like go play the piano some more. We have a piano in the meeting room at Sandy's, so I could totally just go in and play it. Yeah. But I don't. Oh, you should. Um, When I worked at Glendale, they have a piano in one of their big meeting rooms. And it was, I mean, minus the kids that had to practice the one song. And then they would practice that one song for two hours. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Sometimes you just get people that would walk in and they'd be like, is that a piano? Can I play it? I'm like, yeah, 
So you sign them up and they start playing and you're just like, it's the most beautiful music for like a half hour. And then they leave and you're like, no, come back. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I really love that. Yeah. No, I've been this year. I've mostly been diving deeper into hobbies that I already do. Um, Like I've been mostly doing a lot of cross stitch. Uh, There's this designer I really like, uh, the witchy stitcher. She does all sorts of like dark, gothy, Halloween-y sort of, witchy sort of designs. Go figure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she started a Patreon earlier this year, and I signed up for that. And then as part of that, there's a Discord that I'm on with, like, all the people that are on our Patreon. And we just talk cross-stitch all day, and it's super fun. (laughs) Awesome. I know uh, last year I was like, I'm going to learn to play the electric bass. That did not happen. (laughs) (laughs) Too busy. Too busy. Um, unless I got to work early. Uh, plus, our, our studio is always uh, busy. So um, that doesn't mean you can't come in and use it. <laughs> I'm just a busy person. <laughs> it's true. The, the studio magnet is pretty popular, though. Yes. So make sure if you want to go in, you book it in advance. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> Not all the studios everywhere else are that busy. So... <laughs> Though we wouldn't mind if they were. Right. We're right. Just, just putting that up. Yes. Use our stuff, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's there for you. Um, so, yeah. Cool, cool. I think that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you so much for listening to us. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah. Happy 2023. Whoop, We would love to hear from you. Feel free to email us at shelvespodcast at slclibrary.org. You can find new and old episodes of this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And we will talk to you next month. All right. See you. Something, something, Black History Month, something, something. Yeah, we're still working out the details, but that's okay. (laughs) But I'm sure it will be very fun. Yes, always. It always is. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nothing else. Maybe we'll talk about potatoes again. (laughs) Gotta love those potatoes. All right. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.